Welcome to Let Parents Decide That, episode 35, the show where we discuss lockdown lunacy, protecting parental rights, and how to fight fear with strength and logic. On this episode, we cover mask mandate wins, a veteran being arrested for causing anxiety, (laughs) Crayola going woke, Biden having never-ending COVID, and a personal story of transgenders at Bible camp. Join us. The fight starts now. Yep. Oh, man. You thought Bible camp was safe, didn't you? Uh, well, I was worried. I wasn't going to tell you how worried I was, but I was a little worried. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that <clears throat> in a minuto. But first, we're going to talk about um, some, some good progress in the people are over it category. Yeah. Now, if you're in California and you're opposing mask mandates or you're saying you're not going to enforce them, that's pretty huge, right? Yeah. So we got... Story here that says uh, now. Remember, we covered Beverly Hills already a couple episodes ago. That they declared they weren't going to enforce the mask mandate if LA County had one, enacted one based on the fact that cases were going to be ticking up to that next threshold that previously had meant indoor mask mandates. Yep. So Beverly Hills was the first one to uh, show any pushback in that regard. So a couple other cities have followed suit here. So it says Beverly Hills, three other local cities. So I guess that's a total of four. Um, so, and then it's still unclear what I think they're backing off and see this, this proves a great point that with minimal resistance, minimal amounts of not complying, look how fast they cave. Do you follow ICANN at all? I don't. I can't remember what the acronym stands for, but they're like basically fighting against stuff like this as well. And they had um, a school district actually in California, um, Shasta, I think. Hmm. And um, basically the same type of thing where the parents uh, last year when The schools were even just talking about imposing uh, shot mandates. Mm. They had so many parents that preemptively kept their kids home that it turned into like 80% of the the district. So then the superintendents of the district wrote a letter to Governor Newsom and said, hey, like, just so you know, like, like, we're going to be shut down, basically, because all these people are going to pull their kids. And that's all it took. That's all it took. And, you know, like most bullies, if you punch them in the in the nose once, they're done. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're counting on you to fight back. Exactly. They're counting on you to cower and comply. Yes. And that's what most bullies um, thrive on. And that's what they expect. So the minimal amount of noncompliance or pushback, they cave. Let me let me I mean, just from personal experience too, like, like you're saying, like bullies are basically not that, you know, they're not really that tough, right? They're just trying to scare you. It's a paper tiger. Absolutely. But like what, if you're ever in like a real fight and you get like hit in the face, you're going to realize like it doesn't actually hurt as bad as you thought it was going to hurt. <laughs> so then you're not scared anymore. Right. I feel like it's kind of the same thing as, as what we're asking people to do, right? Like stand up once it's not as hard as you think it right. is. Exactly. And then moving forward, you're just going to have that much more confidence to just go ahead and do it again. Right. Because it, like we, this is our running theme for this whole show is, yes, these things are receding, yep. but we know they're going to try to bring them back. Yep. And that's why we need Don't to go. Don't be fooled. We go, nah, yep. boom, right in the nose. No, we're, we're not doing, not <laughs> going to right do it. right in the kisser. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's, at some point you have to say, no, I'm uh, sorry, not going to happen. And you know, with these four count or four cities in this county, I guarantee that had an impact yeah. when they were deciding whether or not they're going to actually enact the mandate that the threshold called for. Yeah. Now they're kind of backing away and saying, "Well, you know, uh, we're not sure." But honestly, if they hadn't had this pushback, I. Uh, my feeling is they it would have just been back on from the get go. Automatic implementation. Yeah. Yep, it would have been preemptively. Oh, look, we're going into fall. I think it would just be better for everyone if we just all just covered our faces. And when you're a city authority, or and especially in California, your instinct is always to err on the side of safe, <laughs> the, the liberal safety right? thing that well, you can say in their like, minds. The safest option, yeah, right. You know, if, or the if, most freaking radical and like one that doesn't do anything except and if for you harm don't, people. And if you don't, uh, <clears throat> you know, believe that freedom is the highest um, thing that you can look to, if that's not your, you know, North Star is then individual freedom. Go to right. Canada. Right. If, but if you don't think that and then you want to take the safest option, well, then it's just a given that you're yeah. going to implement mandates again if you hit a certain threshold. Yeah. 
you're not balancing it against, well, does this violate individual freedoms or not? Whereas that's my main concern when I'm considering these things. Well, again, <laughs> the people that we elect to these positions, their number one, the first question that they should ask themselves before they do anything is, do I have the authority to do this? Exactly. Do I even have, is this in, is this like uh, overstepping into people's personal liberties? And exactly. if it is, well, then you can't do it. Their only consideration is have we hit the threshold or not? Yeah. They're not considering whether it's a bad idea at all. Yeah, which is complete bull because it's not their job. I don't care what anybody says. We do not elect these people to control public health. No. We don't elect them to make sure that you stay healthy and you eat, eat your vegetables and I run a mile every day and mm -hmm. like wake up bright and sunshiny and take my vitamin D. Like exactly. nobody elected them to tell us what to do. Exactly. And there's some encouraging statements here. So here's the mayor of Elsa Gunn. Says my city council colleagues and I strongly believe the decision to wear a mask should be the choice of the individual and should not be imposed by LA County. Uh, I mean, what more do you want? Gosh. That's that should that should just be a given. Yeah, um, you know that's how they should react. That should be their statement on just about everything. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, that's all it took was the force four or five cities and LA County said, "Nah, I guess we'll we'll just kind of." Well, hopefully, it just sets the ball rolling exactly for the rest of you know the towns around there and every every other place. You know, some of the largest ones are going to be pretty like screwed. And if this happened in California, this is a really good sign. Yes, because this is a place where the mask mandates would have come back first. Absolutely. So, so the fact that they're not is really encouraging. Here's another. Um, win in the in the mask area so in texas basically there was some okay texas wins school mask mandate case that's the name of the article so basically the governor implemented a ban on mask mandates okay? yeah and some school districts fought that saying no we want to be able to impose them yeah and the governor won so that's very encouraging as well that you know the governor has the right in his state to Who's say in sorry texas is it Abbott. He's the one that's also shipping the illegals to DC yeah. and New York. Which yeah, I is, mean I wish he would just ship them back. Which is awesome. Across the border, but yeah. whatever. Right. But if if but the federal government's it, gonna allow them to stay in the country, then they can stay in sanctuary cities. Well, and look at what a welcome them. Yeah. Look at what a big um to do it's been though in the news lately, now <laughs> yeah. that they're all out on, you know, Washington DC's doorstep. Now saw, everybody's like, oh the latest batch. It was like, maybe we have an issue. The latest batch, there were sixty-eight of them. <laughs> it's like if you can't handle That's sixty-eight, all it freaking took. If you can't handle sixty-eight <laughs> illegals, try being Brownsville, Texas, for a day. Oh my gosh, where they're just literally watching these people just flood the streets. They're having to like protect their their homes and. If you're a oh landowner and you have land anywhere near the border, I mean, yeah, you are screwed. It's scary. Very scary. Yes. So you know, tell Eric Adams, you know, the mayor of New York City, to try to own some property down there and see uh, I bet he changes tune real fast. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's a little uh, tangent there. Um, but yeah, so anyways, in Texas, Abbott won. It's, okay, a federal appeals court has ruled in favor of Texas Governor Greg Abbott's ban on mask mandates in schools. So the, man, the ban on mandates stands. Awesome. So that's very good. That is so great. So, you know, I love to see the tide turning a little bit and – any efforts to re-implement these things just getting smacked down. Yeah. That's great. Um, now, Fun to watch. Yeah, okay, so let's move on to this. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, um, <laughs> okay. But, and it's the weird thing is, okay, we got, you know, the mask mandates are being rejected by the public, um, even in the most liberal areas. Because here's, and here's the other thing that people don't seem to understand is nobody's telling you not to wear one. Yeah. Like the mandate doesn't even the the ban on mandates doesn't mean ban on masks. But they can't decide, Josh. They can't decide whether it only works when everyone's wearing them or whether it works it, to protect you if you wear it. Exactly. They can't figure out. They can't like. It's like that meme where it's like um, the guy is trying to push the buttons and he can't figure <laughs> can't, out which yeah, right. button because exactly. they both don't make sense. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's pretty interesting to watch. Um, so, but here's you know. Along with the, the mandates falling, they're still the the thing that they still have the most force behind trying to implement is the the vaxes, right? Yeah. So of course the vax train rolls on. So here's another article: Biden administration plans to offer updated booster shots in September. Okay. <clears throat> so the FDA has decided that Americans under fifty should wait to receive second boosters. Okay. Because they need to reformulate them, but I thought they were perfect. You know, you know they what? were perfect, and they were all safe and effective, and nothing was <laughs> wrong with them, and they absolutely work. Well, you know what the problem is? 
they're always going to be six months behind. Yeah. Okay. So I guarantee whatever they're formulating now, they, it was probably for BA two or four, right? And now we're at BA five. So they're like, uh oh, this isn't going to work for BA five. And by the time they do, BA six or seven is going to be out. Do you remember when this when this stuff first started coming out? And then there was this thing going around that was saying they have not, um, what do you call it? They have not like. I don't know. Uh, what are you saying? Pulled out the COVID nineteen. Yeah, they haven't. Ex- they haven't been able to identify. Like pinpoint, pinpoint, <laughs> identify, extract. What is wrong with me? <laughs> they haven't been able to like get a hold of the COVID nineteen virus, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And hold it off on its own by itself. What do you call that? Segregate. <laughs> <laughs> Isolate. Isolate. Okay, they haven't. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I was just testing you, Josh. I knew the word the whole time. Uh-huh. They they haven't been able to isolate the virus. Remember when it first came out and they were saying like, well, they haven't even isolated it. Right. Have they? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I don't trust anything that comes out of there anymore. Like, is it, do we even really have, uh, I don't, I think this is all. Okay, so with updated formulations apparently close at hand, federal officials have decided against expanding eligibility for second boosters of the existing vaccines this summer. So they're basically saying anyone that uh, under 50 who hasn't had the second booster, wait till we get this new batch going. Yeah, you all you old people can suck it. Right. Just well, go no, ahead they, and take the old one well, that doesn't yeah, work. Exactly. And then we'll give you the it's new just, one again. We'll just like load you up on the juice. You can all, get extra. It's all such a false sense of security because like I said, this... This vaccine is going to be out of date the minute that it's released. Yeah. They cannot keep up with the mutations of the virus. It's, we're going to be into BA6, BA7. It's not effective. And then it's, it wanes so quickly anyways. What good is it doing? And it's not, again. <clears throat> All you're doing is introducing the risks of the bad effects with no benefits. Nobody under 50 should be getting it at all. Oh, no. God, I no. mean, let's get real here. We Okay, is it time? Can I bring this out? Because this is yep, like, yep. oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, the, so, yeah, the, I mean, the, the main theme here is that regardless of the face of any r- realities, the push for the vaxes continues for everyone. For everyone. Six months and up. Six months and up. Yeah. Which is exactly what I got today in the mail from Sanford Health locally here in Fargo um, to the parents, you know, of my young son. They're addressing this letter to me, the parent of a freaking two-year-old. Okay. Yep. Uh, your child may be overdue for their immunizations, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he is because I don't trust you guys anymore. <laughs> um, what vaccinations are recommended for your child? They have a whole list on here, right? Of course, yeah. Including hepatitis B, which is sexually transmitted. But, you know, whatever. There's definitely nobody that's just doing wait. The that next letter a two-year-old. The next letter will have monkeypox. Just, oh, it. my gosh. And then at the bottom of the letter, they have COVID-19. That's crazy. Let me see that. And I was so freaking mad. Of Can't course, believe I, that they put that as a recommended vaccine for a two-year-old. Well, I carried them. I called it. I called them up right away. I can't believe that they put that on the list. Can you believe that they should at least put that in its own category of, you know, it, if if you want to consider this, yeah, like we this offer is something it. to think about. It says but most people are just gonna they're just gonna reflexively do it. go, yeah, give me all of which the, is exactly why they put it on the list like exactly. they did. Yep. It said it is recommended that they receive vaccines that will protect them from diseases such as. COVID-19. Now you tell me, so I called. <laughs> I was okay? a two-year-old because to get protected Josh, from COVID-19 Because by the it says, yeah, that it's going to protect them from this disease. <laughs> oh so then God. I called. Ooh, how'd, and, that, how'd that go? Oh, well, I recorded it. And I was like, <laughs> I would like to know. I, I started off pretty- We probably can't air it because of all the swearing. Well, I started off like I didn't know anything. <laughs> Right. And I was like, I was like, well, I've got a question, some questions about these <laughs> vaccinations. Um, why is hepatitis B on the schedule for my two year old? Mm-hmm. It's a uh, STD. Right. And they said, oh, well, um, it's blood transfused. Yeah. Okay. Well, so. So how many two year olds get blood transfusions? Yeah. yeah. And I said, I, she said, she said, in case he would have to um, get blood. And I said, well, don't you people test for that when people donate? <laughs> right. Are you just giving people dirty blood? Or like, what are you talking about? And then she, oh, well, um, let's go to the CDC's website. So then she's <laughs> Googling while she's on the phone with me. I'm like, hello, aren't you a registered nurse? Right. You're supposed to know this stuff. So then whatever. So then we get to the COVID vax, right? Yeah. And I said, 
I'm, I'm just really wondering what this is doing on here because I've been seeing all over the news that all these people that are fully vaccinated and have their booster shots have been coming down with this illness. And you guys have on here that it's going to protect them from, right. from this illness. Mm-hmm. And my son's only two. So I don't know. And she goes, well, it's just like the flu, right? I mean, it, we we all get the flu shot every year, and then what happens? We end up with the flu. And I'm like, it's really not funny, though, because this is absolutely ridiculous. Did you oh. tell she was getting... She was getting flustered. Clamped. Oh, she she started panicking because then, well, you know, I mean, I can tell you're really on the fence um, about about what you should do because it sounds like you really care about your son. So maybe you should maybe you should um, check with your pediatrician. I was like, I'm literally calling to speak with an expert right now. So if you could put an expert on the phone, I would sure appreciate it. <laughs> and she, I think, I think maybe we should schedule a phone call with your pediatrician. She wasn't used to that pushback. No. Yeah. That's they hilarious. just thought that we were getting that I was going to schedule his shot. Right. Yep. Nope. Well, yeah, and, and That's in not her what defense, I for. she's a receptionist, right? No, it was ask a nurse. They oh, made me. Really? I called the main line and wow. I said, I have questions on these vaccinations. I have specific questions to these vaccinations on the schedule. You think that they would? And I'd like to talk to somebody. You'd think they'd have one super smart person that would have all the or vaccine stuff. Just have a flow chart of yeah. is this person a, a domestic terrorist? <laughs> then you say this, right? <laughs> Like if you get a Karen, that's probably what happened. They were like, push it off to somebody else. Yeah, if you get a Karen domestic terrorist, make you gotta, her talk to a doctor. I mean, they should have that. Why would you not have that response figured yeah. out in advance? I don't know. You know, you're going to get some pushback. You would think. I mean, that is insane. When you're trying to freaking pass off some untested, like I mean, they know ninety percent of people therapy are therapy to a child. Ninety percent of people are just going to hand the letter to the doc and go, "Yeah, I'll take all of these." It made me want to walk into this and find the doctor and punch him right in the <laughs> mouth. I was so mad. I I can't believe they sent that to me. Just the fact that they're recommending it to two-year-olds. Insanity. Just terrible. Insanity. All right. Let's move on to something else here. Move on because my blood pressure is just rising. Oh, great. This is good for the blood pressure. (laughs) So I don't know if you saw this story in Crayola. I didn't. I I don't understand why (laughs) Disney, Crayola, these these companies seemingly decide to jump into this fray. Why can't Why you, you just, just be color crayons? Just stay the hell out of it. Why be- can't you just say we don't have the weird flexin in the crayons like the Rose Art crayons? Just be glad, you know, that you took the skin colored crayon out. Yeah. From this fifties, remember that? Yeah. Skin. Yeah. <laughs> but now they have the and now they have the box that has all the different tones, which I actually think is really nice. Yeah, it's great. And cool. I mean, I'll even as a old white male, I'll admit that this skin, skin was probably was, wrong. Was, was over the, over the <laughs> probably line. Probably not okay. Okay, so you dodge that. Okay. And people are still buying Crayola. Yeah. Right? So why wouldn't you just stay in your lane and sell freaking crayons and not, I mean, you've dodged all this BS. Why do you have to jump in? So anyways, Crayola did some social media posting. And if now, I wouldn't have already bought the school supplies, then, you know. So they, 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 they featured this disabled this. transgender model in some advertising. And I don't even know, I, I don't even understand their motivation. How many like isms can one person be like, he just had to, it was just like, he uses transgender man, Julian Gavino to market to kids age two to 10. I just, I don't understand why they're jumping in this fray. I don't understand why a person has to market a crayon at all. It's a color crayon. Well, why I couldn't mean, it be a cartoon or like, well, like, it, it just, it makes no sense. It well, makes no sense. Or just have, and, and see, I guess that's where they're going is when you say, well, just use people using crayons, right? And they're like, well, then why not him? Right? That's the response. But I just don't understand why they would, they would touch this this third rail topic. Yeah. It just seems like a risky, risky move on their part. It and has nothing to do, <laughs> it has nothing to do with color crayons. I know. Like, it's just so, it's just so mind boggling. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. So, um, yeah, I just thought that was kind of interesting, you know, to see all these companies make this choice because obviously this is a choice. They did, you know, they sat around in a boardroom and decided to do this. Yeah, very, very, uh, you know, very calculatingly, if that's a word. Yeah, it's very calculated uh, move on their part Absolutely. to try to appear virtuous. Yeah, you know, the definition of virtue. Signaling. And again, they were so safe already as the best maker of crayons on the planet. They were safe. Everybody exactly. knows Crayola crayons are the best crayons. So why'd you have to go and get <laughs> stupid on us? Exactly. And my problem is you just can't avoid this crap. 
Um, well, I mean, they could have avoided it, but now we can't. No, I mean, as a as a person, as a I, consumer, I just can't avoid this stuff. It's everywhere. Yeah. And you know, I'm trying to shield my kids from it, so that's mm-hmm. when I get into this camp story real quick. So you know, we sent our daughters to Bible camp this <sighs> locally here in in you know in Minnesota this this summer, and uh, my nine year old went, had no problems, had a great time for you know three or four days. Was it okay? That's what I was going to ask. Is it like a whole week long thing? It's like a four day three or four day thing. I think for the uh, nine-year-old, it was four days and for the 11-year-old, it was five. Okay. Um, But the problem is I asked my wife, I said, we need to vet this camp. Yeah. Because, you know, half the churches you drive by, and like I said, I'm not religious, right? So I don't go to church. I don't have all the in and outs of which churches are what. Yeah, you don't know, like, if they're preaching from the, like, doomsday Bible or if they're up there, like, trying to make everybody happy. Yeah, some churches are fire and brimstone, stick to the script, right? And some are rainbow flags, women pastors, LGBT. You are God. They preach, you know, LGBT stuff openly. Okay, fine. Well, I... You know, I want to self-select. I want to self-sort. I want to vote with my feet, and I want yeah. to not go to a camp that's sponsored by one of those. Yeah. So I told my wife, I said, "Did you vet these? You know, this camp because I want to make sure we're on the on the one what we the aligns with our well, values." You just don't know anymore, right? Exactly. You just don't have any idea, like what's going on. Exactly. So then. Um, she said, yeah, my friend goes there, you know, and they're super conservative and, you know, they hate masks and everything. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, it passes the test, right? Passes yeah. the, the sniff test. Yeah. Well, then our 11-year-old went and then, of course, we have no communication with her because. Well, because there's like no, it's like old school camp. Yeah, right? you like drop them no, off yeah. and you come pick them up five days later, right? Yep. So, and they're in a cabin with a counselor, a teenage counselor. See, that's what I was worried about. Maybe 16 or so. And then, well, that's fine. I mean, I have no problem with that. No, I don't have problems with like the counselors, but but like there were already stories coming from um, places, I want to say in Minnesota, mm-hmm. like up closer towards the cities that they were saying, oh, well. Um, that some of the camp counselors are identifying as the other sex, and so that's <laughs> well, where we. And I knew in California, them. I knew in California that was a possibility, right? I didn't expect that here, yeah, and that's not what exactly home. happened. Okay. Um. So, anyways. Yeah. So shut up, Cass. Yeah. So we go pick her up, <laughs> and then my wife texts me and says, "Oh, we got to talk," and then I of course called her right away, and then turns out there in her cabin of like six other girls, there was a transgender kid and a lesbian. And they formed a relationship during the week and were kissing. So there was a boy. Well, no, it was a girl wanting to be a boy. Okay. So they were all females. Okay. Biological females in the cabin. Okay. But one was identified as a boy or was transitioning the other direction. And then one was identified as a lesbian. And then those two formed a relationship during the week. Because they're staying in the same cabin. Right. And then, you know, which I give the camp credit. They're trying to prevent... Yeah. Because they keep the boys over here, girls, the over, girls here. over here. No, never the two shall meet. Yeah. Except in group activities supervised, supervised by adults. Supervised by other people. But the cabins are separated, boys over here, girls over here. Yeah. You literally can't walk That's past. That's not even something that entered my mind right away. You can't even walk past the, you know, the boys' cabins are on the other side of the the land. Yeah. So you can't. I mean, you'd have to sneak out. Yeah. Right? And so the, the, the problem is, I know they don't. To allow this, but problem is, how do you prevent it? Because if you show up there, and unless well, yeah, you're like, I'm gonna, transgender, yeah, they're not going to ask you on the thing. Like, are you a lesbian? Right, but is then your daughter a lesbian? They're in the same cabin as my daughter. Yeah, and I know a boy's not going to be in the same cabin as my daughter because that's prevented. Yeah. So how do you prevent this? So that you know, and th- what sucks is we tried to vet this camp yeah. in advance to try to avoid this crap. And my wife called the camp director, and of course he was upset to hear this yeah um you know and well because i'm sure too that the counselor probably that. didn't even well they're sneaking around it yeah. yeah but but the problem is if it was a boy and a girl they wouldn't be able to sneak around because they'd be in separate cabins well unless they were being real sneaky well right but then yeah. you know they that's a lot easier to catch yeah if someone is actually leaving your cabin but they're doing it in the cabin and the counselor just doesn't happen to be in there yeah how do you stop that that is so frustrating yeah so you know i don't know what the answer is because and that but then well, the, and i the, would hope too because here's here's the and, well the problem is okay just to finish the story yeah. real quick so then but then when when my wife mentioned the girl's names to the to the owner of the camp he kind of 
had a knowing like, hmm, oh yeah, them, kind of like them again, you know? I was like, okay, well, if you knew there was an issue, why are they allowed back? Yeah. That's the problem in my mind. Mm -hmm. If this is, you know, That's what fool, I was just me, gonna ask. fool me once, shame on you, is fool like, me twice, shame on me. Do you think that the me. parents knew? I don't you know. You know, like what know. was... Ugh. Problem is, you know, I don't know how you stop this because unless someone comes in waving the flag of I'm transgender when mm -hmm. they're signing up. Yeah. But if you know there's an issue, I mean, I don't think they should be allowed to come to camp. Yeah. And definitely not room with other girls. You at know, least if you're not, a, bi a hardcore Bible camp. At least not that camp. Right. Right. Like, OK, like I'm not saying that there should never be a place for these people. No. You know, and you're not either. But like. we. <sighs> But there, there should be some standards exactly, and, and values, and that's what the camp you know, st tries to stand for. Yeah. And my, uh, my whole point of not going to it like a regular camp, yeah. like no holds barred, you know, <laughs> you know, anything goes kind of camp, is I wanted to go to a camp where these values would be instilled. Oh. And instead, my daughter couldn't avoid it. That makes me so nervous. Yeah. So I have I a very close little loved one at camp right now, and it's <laughs> not a Bible camp. And right. I'm very concerned. Right. So, you know, it, that was very, very frustrating um, story to hear. So, you know, more to come on that as, as things get developed, I guess. Yeah. I haven't talked to the owner yet. You know, I plan to just because, you know, I want to... I want him to say, well, if we know about this, they're not going to, you know, what, what's your policy? Are you going to let, if this transgender kid wants to come to back? Or you're going to have to make a policy. Maybe there was no policy. And I think that's the case. Is yeah. They're kind of like, we haven't had to deal with this. Yeah, this has never happened But if before. you knew that you had to speak to these girls before or yeah. there was an issue before with identity. With one or both of them. or Then, you know, you should have made us aware of that or you should have told them that's, sorry, but that's not allowed here. Yeah. Like we can't, we can't you know, be having this. And if, you know, if he says anything other than that, I mean, we can't go back. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. You know, so it's very, and then where do you go? I mean, exactly. I don't know. That's it's already was, going to a conservative Bible thing. camp. Yeah. So what's left? <laughs> you know, uh, tent in your backyard. Pretty much. I mean, okay. and it's sad because my my other daughter had a great experience and definitely wants to go back. Yeah. You know, so but it's, but yeah, I mean, without no, without getting some very clear um, boundaries from here on. Exactly. You know, like okay, well, this is what happened. What are you going to do about it exactly. in the future? Very frustrating. Yeah. All right, let's move on to another. Um, Example of wokeness just taking over. Okay, now this is in UK. Now, and again, this is another one of those stories that makes you realize how precious and fragile freedom of speech is. Yeah. And how it's a right that we have here, but doesn't exist in most other parts of the globe. Yeah. Um, and I feel it's threatened here because I can oh, it see. it is threatened here. I can Did you see hear about Alex Jones. Well, right. Yeah. yeah. I can see something like this happening here eventually. Yeah. We're, you know, about a year away from this happening. So basically, a Army veteran retweeted a meme that was a swastika shape that had, was four transgender pride flags made into the shape of a swastika. Yep. Okay. And it was, he, all he did was like retweet it and then. He ended up getting arrested. So he didn't even make the swastika. <laughs> he didn't make it. He didn't take the picture. He just right. resent it. And when they showed up at his house, he was arrested for, in quotes, causing anxiety. <laughs> I would I would be in prison for life. Oh I, if this was if this was already here, I'm I'm already like on a list so causing anxiety. I can't even imagine how many people I've accidentally caused anxiety. Why to. is that illegal? Yeah, I mean, aren't, shouldn't you just have to toughen up as an adult and expect to encounter some anxiety but in your is, life? This is what's happening: is they're they're pushing all of their feelings are not their responsibility. It's your responsibility. Exactly. You have to sidestep around everyone else's emotions, and you have to make sure that you're not you're not offending anyone. You're not being um you know you're not people are so touchy so touchy and, and and you're supposed to know somehow magically what every person's trigger is exactly you have to trigger warning before exactly. you say anything <clears throat> right and for some reason they equate ne anything negative speech wise as violence yeah it's those two things are equal if I say a mean thing to you, that's the same thing as punching you in the face. Yeah, they they don't they don't differentiate between those two things. Oh, absolutely, Josh! I it's gotten so stupid. Like I have a girlfriend who had a like a freaking tarantula, and she before she shows it on Instagram, trigger warning. Right. If you're scared of spiders, don't watch the next couple of slides. It's like, oh my gosh, if the person's scared of spiders, it's not even, it's on their phone. They can't even just yeah. slide the it's, thing. It's not, a, it's not in person. Jeez. Yeah, that's pretty hilarious. So, um, 
So he's so the officer responds, "I didn't have to come to this at all." And then the um, victim, Darren Brady, replied, "Tell us why you escalated to this level because I don't understand." And the officer said, "Someone has been caused anxiety based on your social media posts. That is why you have been arrested." That is the most oh ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Where is this? In England. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I knew think that, that they that's were a polite, place, right? but I didn't think they were that polite. Yeah, so I'll put the link to the story so you can watch the video and just get disgusted. The fact that you're wasting law enforcement resources on this crap, rather than just telling the person that calls, um, I wonder if grow he, a pair, no toughen shit. up. I wonder if this, I wonder if the cop feels like the biggest douchebag on the, the planet. The, how do they not? Yeah, like you're how do you, cop, gosh, like how, when your boss goes, um, so you have to go arrest this this chap. Yeah, what are you going to do? Well, what, like, what did he do? Murder someone? Um, no, he retweeted this. Uh, I'd be like, uh, bloody hell, no, I ain't doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful accent, <laughs> by the way. What are we going to have next? We're going to have like two roommates like calling the cops on each other like, he shut off the hallway light. I'm scared of the dark. Right. I mean, what like, rises to the level of a crime? What is going to happen What rises to the level of a crime? It should be physical Violence. Physical violence. I mean, anything you say to anyone other than I'm going to kill you. Yeah, you're not threatening. threat of actual violence. That should be the only thing. And even that, you know, I I guess I don't know where where, you know, free speech experts come down. I can't tell you how many times I've said, I'm going to kill you. Well, right. But it has to be an obvious, real, legitimate threat. Who knows how obvious that was? Maybe I'm just so sarcastic. Nobody can tell. (laughs) Exactly. So freaking ridiculous. All right, so that is just insanity, right? So now here's another story I thought was interesting and kind of applies to us. Basically, the title is How Some Parents Changed Their Politics in the Pandemic. Basically, turning Democrats and Republicans into single-issue voters, basically anti-mandate voters. And there's a coalition that's formed between liberals and conservatives Mm -hmm. um, that are just anti-mandate. Yeah. You know, because it's weird because... I don't know if you follow like the crunchy mom thing. You know, there's a weird overlap. I don't think they'd accept me. Like people that make their own soap. Yeah. And people that don't want the vax, like old school anti-vaxxers. Yeah. You know, it's weird how those coalitions have formed and made very strange bedfellows. Yeah. Because you get some politically very diverse people in there. Like some of those crunchy moms that make their own soap and stuff are extremely liberal. Yeah. You know, it's like, go out and eat flowers. And, you know, they're kind of like that vibe, you know. And but they, it, it's turned into this weird group of single issue voters of parents that are basically concerned about mandates alone, and that's where I come down on the school board stuff, like anything related to city council or school boards or any local um, decision making elections. Yeah. Now, I'm a single issue voter, yeah, because you know, guess what? It's when it comes like, to cool, the anybody can do math on the budget, but you better tell me if you're going to well, slap a mask on my anybody kid. can rubber stamp the budget because yeah. give me a break. Are they actually doing oh. the research and challenging them? No. Oh, absolutely. They're not. That's all they do. They just, oh, okay. Oh, all right. Oh, sounds good. Oh, the architect recommends this. I mean, I, I ran a school board meeting the other day, a couple of weeks back, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, the mm, eight. Point six million. Okay, yeah. Um, vote to approve the amendment to you know for the eight six million. Um, all in favor, say aye. And they just you well, know. they can't even in the stupid land acknowledgement statement. They can't even. <laughs> they couldn't even add um, like that the land used to be their land. They the, the committee said we're we're on their land, and then our school board in Fargo was like, okay, we're gonna say that. Then we're gonna say we're on your land. Yeah. And then there was a couple people that said, wait a second, like that might get us into some legal hot water. Like maybe we should say that it used to be their land. They're like, oh God, no, we can't say we can't change what the committee had had given us. They worked very hard on this wording. Right. Exactly. These three sentences. That yeah. we're now admitting that we're thieves. <laughs> exactly. Jeez. Yeah, so honestly, all these local officials, most of them just rubber stamp what the experts recommend anyways. Yeah. So, you know, sorry, I'm a one-issue voter now when it comes to this crap. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, an, I'm asking everybody, what's your stance if they propose another mask mandate? What's your stance if they try to mandate shots for kids? Yeah. What, what's your stance on closing schools in order to protect the, you know, yeah, lives and save others. lives? What's your, what's your stance? If your answer is anything but freedom of choice sorry i'm voting against you yeah uh by the way i've got it on pretty good authority that our new president of the fargo public school board tracy newman who we already know is a freaking covid psycho oh yeah um is already talking about masks and social distancing in the fall if case she said if cases get there 
Well, which they will. Which, which again, I mean, there's gonna, nationwide. Go there are nation. We we reference that study Does that was Biden count as two because now he's had it twice. You know, like what of all these yeah, people how getting many, exactly. rebound cases and Does, just getting it forever. Yeah. Is that was that just one case because it's one person? That's a great question. And here's a good uh, quote. It says, I'd wish I'd woken up to this cause sooner, said one protester who has a 17-year-old son. But I can't think of a single more important issue. It's going to decide how I vote. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So that's that's what's going on. Yeah. Um, See, now people are finally. I like how she put that. I wish I'd woken up sooner exactly. because that's exactly what's happening. It's it's been a mass. Just people are like, whoa, our freedoms are being stolen. Exactly. Now, in a couple areas of the country, here's my boyfriend. Yeah, they're being they're being preserved and <laughs> fought for. Now, here's DeSantis again. He's ending up on our show like weekly now. Josh, we we disagree on this, but I I am just every night when I go to bed, I just pray. <laughs> that Trump VPs for DeSantis. He'll never do it. But I just pray like, because, because there are people. You mean a Trump's DeSantis ticket? Yes. Because there are people that would vote for DeSantis Mm -hmm. that would not vote for Trump. And there's nobody that would vote for Trump that wouldn't vote for DeSantis. Exactly. No, I think that would be, of course I would vote for that (sighs) ticket. But anyway, here's DeSantis talking about, uh, so here's the tweet. It's governor Ron DeSantis calls for doctors to be sued for providing children suffering from gender dysphoria, double mastectomies and cancer. Yeah. So the fact that, you know, any other states just think this is normal and and, that, and they're calling it health care. That's the most disgusting. Right. Rather than treating it like yeah, uh, rather rather than child abuse. Exactly. Yeah. So let's listen to this quick. Talk about these very young kids getting gender affirming care. What they don't tell you what that is, is they are actually giving very young girls mis- double mastectomies. They want to castrate these young boys. That's wrong. And so we've Thank stood you. up and said, both from the health and children well-being perspective, you know, you don't disfigure 10, 12, 13-year-old kids uh, based on gender dysphoria. 80% of it resolves anyways by the time they get older. So why would you be doing this? I think these doctors need to get sued for what's happening. I'm sorry. He gives me goosebumps every time he talks. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Jeez. I mean, finally, somebody's actually standing up for the kids. And you know what's really scary? Um, I had a photo client in here the other day. I was taking pictures of her. Not the one that asked if you were vaccinated. <laughs> no. I had a, a senior, a mom of a mother of a senior boy. Mm-hmm. And she's a works at a surgical facility. And she said, and we got to talking about COVID and stuff. Um, and they were on the cool side. And... Um, she works in a, sur- a local surgical facility, and she said, yeah, I'm kind of disgusted by what we've been doing. She said, tomorrow I have somebody, an 18-year-old, getting their testicles removed. And we've had one every day this week. Here? In town. They've had one Now, I don't know if they're coming day. from, you know, tiny little town and wherever, to, because we're in Fargo, you know, that that's the number one trauma center like i don't i don't know like what area they serve or where they come from but just anecdotally i didn't enjoy hearing that well as far as i know there's only there's only um and i don't know this and i don't want to out this person because i'm not trying yeah i don't know this to be 100 percent true but from what i've heard we only have one um one doctor in fargo that is prescribed i shouldn't say in fargo from what I heard, it was in the state of North Dakota. We had one doctor that's that prescribing that's prescribing like puberty blockers and different um, stuff like that, like right. to like provide recommendations for them to go and get surgeries and yeah. and all of that. Yeah, uh, it's it's very that so was, yeah. That was so that would mean that it's kind of people would be traveling from right other yeah, locations exactly. And if you're a liberal. You know, with a kid that's of a certain age and you lean into this hard, your instinct is going to be to provide the gender affirming care in quotes, just like DeSantis did. Yes, because again, affirming, we can't affirm every feeling that our children have. Exactly. You know, are you scared of the boogeyman and we're going to just affirm (laughs) that you should be afraid forever? Or like you said, the perfect analogy. Oh, you're anorexic. Yeah, you're fat. Yes, you are a fatty. I know you're only 96 pounds, but damn, you're fat. You need to look at that. Definitely shouldn't eat those eggs. Can you grab? a little skin fold yep too fat you need to you need to starve yourself it is it's absolutely when we can see that these people are having a health crisis Mm -hmm. when this is something that like my god when they're when they're talking about like i don't feel right in my own body that's ding 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 we've got a problem here and it's not something that we need to affirm he called it a suffering from gender dysphoria that's that's the quote he doesn't say you know 
um, has, you know, needs proper gender affirmation. Yeah. He says suffering from gender dysphoria. Yeah. yeah, we acknowledge that it's a thing. Yes. You know, and that, of course, the the uh, scope of who falls under this category has been greatly widened by social contagion. Absolutely. <clears throat> you know, and it's, so it's, there's a lot of illegitimate ones. Yeah, that so we talked why, about. Because it's a very small percentage of people that are actually very from, confused. Yeah. And that's why, you know, you should, as a parent, that your absolute last resort should be to do anything yeah. uh, medical-wise or surgical-wise. Yeah. I'm going to check in the baby. Yeah. And we're back. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Biden mocked Trump, and he said, when my predecessor got COVID, he was taken to the hospital by a helicopter. When I got it, I worked for five days. He literally was in his basement for oh a whole God. year on the campaign trail. To try to... P.S. Trump had COVID, the alpha variant. Yeah, when there were there was no vaccines, it was the most deadly variant by far. We knew nothing about how, how to treat it. They were still trying to cram everybody on a ventilator. Remember that? Um, <laughs> Just they like, didn't know what they were doing as far as therapeutics or how to treat it. Yeah. And it was a much, much deadlier variant. And Trump survived it in like three days. Yeah. And, you know, and then they mocked him because he dared go out on his balcony without a mask. Remember yeah. that? Mm-hmm. You know, once he got back to the I White know. House. Oh, yeah. He was just absolutely Now, disgusting. Biden has COVID for like two weeks straight, you know, and he dares to mock Trump. First of all, you're going to compare yourself to Trump vitality wise. Um, let's go back to the campaign of 2020 when Trump had giant rallies like multiple times a day. And he had like three people that would drive up in their car and listen to him on the radio. Yeah. And then, and then Biden, you know, campaigned out of his basement and, you know, I don't know what time he goes to, uh, like shuts down his schedule every day, but it's pretty like damn early o'clock in the afternoon, pretty damn early. And then, you know, Trump, uh, they mocked Trump for, you know, gingerly walking down a ramp because it was wet, like at West Point or something. Yeah. And then, Trump, you know, a Biden falls, go, we'll try to walk up the, up the, the stairs, stairs. He falls to off Air Force his One. bike. He, yeah, he can't, can't sit on a bike. So you're going to dare try to compare your uh, physical vitality <laughs> to Trump. Just, and I mean, Trump's laughing. no spring chicken and he's not in good shape by any means. No, but he was like, he's he was obese. campaigning like up until like, he was like up for like 24 hours at a time. He'd yeah. be like jet setting across the country. And tweeting at like 3 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. So don't try to give me Jeez. that. Like you're, you're somehow more fight. You know, we can't even make out a sentence this, this guy says. <laughs> right. So don't, act, don't sit there and act like, you know, you're some fitness star. Because you, because you only just, had COVID for two weeks straight, I and Trump had it for three days, can't. and because he got taken to the hospital yeah, by helicopter, he, and you had the sluttiest version of COVID, not the deadliest. Right. Like that's, that's good. Uh, like that. Yeah. So just shut up, Biden. I just oh, I don't like just, this guy. He's just. It's weird because he's so angry. Like when I he, know, well, when left his own be, devices when he talks. Yeah, he he, mm, he, he just, gets himself he all gets riled up. Yeah, you want to know what that's a sign of? That's dementia. Dementia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dementia, big time. <sighs> um, but you know the the good news is uh, the Pfizer profits are record high, so that's good. Yeah, he's also sundowning. That's why they have to take him out like before it gets too late in the evening. Oh yeah, completely. Um, so yeah, here's the story. Pfizer quarterly sales surged to record high, driven by COVID vaccine and antiviral <laughs> treatment Paxlovid. Oh, I'm surprised so, that they didn't mention their their cl- new like anti clotting drug. <laughs> That they that they've come out with just in time to combat all the clots that the shots give oh, out. They're going to have an answer, uh, a thing that they can sell a, pro- a monetized product for every oh, yeah. variation, every instance that happens. Yeah. Uh, they can have it for the any variation that prevents presents itself and any side effect caused by their own drugs. Yeah. Just just another opportunity to sell some more product. Yeah, that's all that is. So you know, good news is Pfizer's the Pfizer train cruises on. Quarterly sales surged to record high. Oh, I'm so glad by. that they're making billions of dollars while, yep. you know, we're all just suffering. Out Their there. revenue grew by 47%. Disgusting. <laughs> Compared to the second quarter last year. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. Well. So, you know, get on you for all you people that just bent over and took the took the jab without even questioning it. Well, they were free. Well, that's another thing is like. Who, I, wouldn't, I, who wouldn't take free stuff? I can't even like. Put into words how pissed I am that 
the government is just yeah the government via the taxpayers is just mm-hmm. paying for all this crap everything complete complete waste only to soon be eclipsed by their wasteful spending on climate change which is going to be the newest threat that they pivot to of course yeah well um, it's a it's an emergency isn't it oh it's well yeah we, we, we all better should spend just turn in our cars well that's probably what's going to happen when be, when gas hits twenty dollars a gallon yeah by design um yeah, so it's just very frustrating to see. And you know, there's no, I mean, I swear, like, Rand Paul is the only person in the Senate, you know, even questioning any of this crap. Um, so we barely have any people on our side yeah. that are, you know, overseeing the wasteful spending that's going on. That's not even talked about yeah. for all, all the lockdowns, the stimulus checks, the mailing every a joke at this point. We literally mailed everyone in the country a check, whether or not they missed work. Or whether, yeah, whether all the people I knew that had jobs. I mean, I like I said, I went from a lot of income to zero over one the course of one weekend, and was shut down for months. I got my twelve hundred bucks or whatever, and so did everyone I knew that never missed a dime, yeah, and never missed a day of work, and just worked from home and had two paychecks coming in the whole time. They all also got like, why are you sending them checks? Yeah, why you? I don't even want a check. Just let me operate. Yeah. Uh, it's just so freaking frustrating. And then meanwhile, the lockdowns. But it's just paper to them. That's yeah. exactly why. Exactly. They're literally just printing this cash out of thin air, and none of it means anything except to just freaking stomp us all further into the hole. Yep, and and absolutely no thought to the long-term consequences. Um, inflation, anyone? Yeah. You know, here we are in 40-year record high inflation. Gee, I wonder what caused that. Well, we we it's okay because we're going to combat that with the Inflation Reduction Act. <laughs> I saw, I saw a meme where it said basically 230 whenever, economists wrote a letter saying that's not going to help. Yeah. Is it opposite day? Yeah. Chuck I mean, Schumer said they don't know what they're talking about. Whenever, I mean, what the hell does climate change have to, I saw a poster. Okay. Chuck Schumer mentioning, speaking of him, was standing in front of a, one of those placards or a, a big poster board in the floor of the Senate or wherever he is. Mm-hmm. If he's a senator or house or whatever, but um, standing in front of a big pl- uh, poster board that said, all the bullet points of the Inflation Reduction Act. One was like, you know, reduce inflation, uh, you know, lower prices. And the third thing was fight climate change. What the hell does that have to do with inflation? Yeah, why would we well, How is that? that? Yeah, it's just complete pork. They're going to hire 87,000 IRS agents. <laughs> right. Sounds great. Oh, we yeah. don't need any border patrol agents. Yeah, exactly. Train them, give them a gun and put them on the border. Start with that. Oh, my gosh. So frustrating. Um, so anyways, the Pfizer train, you know, cruises on to uh, record profits. And I'm going to show you one thing here, too. I don't know if you saw this story. Yeah. But uh, I think, didn't we talk about that last week? Or we not? talked about one of them. But then the day after I, we mentioned the one doctor. Okay, so this is Wasn't from. Wasn't it like three and then now it's five? Well, actually, it was one doctor. We had a bunch of different cases of just random people dying. Okay. But one of those was a doctor from Toronto. Okay. Since then, four other ones have died, 50 Jeez. or younger, in, the, in same, the same hospital. In the same area. Wow. Toronto. So I don't know if it's the same. Toronto is a huge city. But yeah. Just the fact that five doctors under 50 died suddenly. Um, you know, and again, that's anecdotal. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily prove anything because random crap happens. But- how many random occurrences in a row until you go, hmm, something's weird here. Yeah, and seems like a pattern. Yeah, so anyways, this is another unreported truths, Alex Barents and Substack article, and it says five physicians, four, 50 or younger, have died in the Toronto area in the last two weeks. Oh, so I guess one of them was over 50. But he says, but don't worry, you can trust the hospitals where they worked. This cluster is definitely not related to COVID vaccines. Oh, man. <laughs> So he said, there was a 27 year old woman. Yeah. So he said, when I first started receiving emails that three physicians from a single healthcare, single health system in Canada had died in mid July, I wondered if an internet hoax had gone viral. The odds seemed impossibly long. Doctors generally take good care of themselves. But the emails that three physicians at Trillium Health Partners had died in a matter of days were real, not a hoax. And they did not include two more deaths of Toronto area physicians since July 15th. Okay, so he went back a little. Those were both apparently cardiac-related deaths, including one of a 27-year-old woman, an extraordinarily rare event. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is so scary. So five doctors died, four of whom were under 50. Um, One of lung cancer, two of apparent cardiac collapse, and two causes of death that have not been disclosed. Wow. So, you know, it's not, like you said, a guarantee of anything. It doesn't prove anything. No. Um, 
but, you know, it but sure we makes know you they wonder. were we know they were vaxxed oh yeah like even says all these physicians well, because you can't even like leave your house freaking, in canada yeah it's canada and if you're a doctor in canada how are you going to get away without vaxxing yeah that's not going to happen no so you know we'll see they definitely would have would not have still been physicians if they were unvaccinated right and here he, he makes our point of clarity which he says all by itself this cluster of deaths doesn't prove anything cluster of, uh, clusters of rare events do happen if you define them broadly enough a series of deaths among physicians in a large metro area say several tickets will likely share the mega millions jackpots tonight even though the odds that any ticket will win are 300 million to one essentially zero still this is a striking run of bad news in a very short period especially coming just days after the fourth shot became available more information would be welcome yeah so now here here's uh the statement they issued okay relating to the covid shots the rumor circulating on social media is simply not true says trillium their passings were not related to the covid19 vaccine well how can you Nobody's passing is related to the COVID nineteen yeah, vaccine. They're, ne- they're never going to admit and that. And how dare you question the safety and effectiveness of this wonderful super drug? Right. And then what Alex says to counter that is, how can you be so sure? Hammond was a fifty year old former Olympic athlete and marathoner. That's the one we covered last week. Who yeah. died during a run? Myocarditis and other cardiac commu- complications are known side effects from the mRNA shots. Was an autopsy performed? Did he have any evidence of heart disease? Yeah. So, yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Now, here's another um, interesting thing. So, from the Epoch Times, six Canadian doctor dies suddenly in July. Jeez. <laughs> so, Candace Naiman, a 27-year-old doctor from McMaster Children's Hospital in Hamilton, unexpectedly collapsed while competing in a triathlon on July 24th. Yeah, 27. This is just Dropping insane. dead during a run. Notice a lot of this is during running. Yeah. Right? Where you're kind of putting some stress on your heart. Yeah. And what do they do when they do a stress test for your heart? They have you run and you're, they're testing your oxygenation, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's something that's going to, your heart has to be able to withstand. So why would a 27-year-old's heart not be able to withstand running? Yeah, doesn't make what sense. What would weaken the heart? When you're that young and healthy. When you're that young. I mean, how many people drop dead during triathlons or, or marathons or 5Ks or whatever? How many people drop dead, you know, prior to 2020? That's what I'd love to know. Yeah. I'd love to see the stats on well, that. Well, it certainly wasn't anything that we noticed. Exactly. I don't – and again, it's kind of be. It could be whatever that psychological effect is when you buy a yellow Volkswagen. And all of a sudden you see yellow Volkswagens yellow. everywhere. Yeah. Now that I'm hyper-tuned into this stuff – you know, when I see a doctor died suddenly or whatever. Well, when you see any dies suddenly, then you're yeah. like, vaccine. Well, we even did the test a couple episodes back where we just, we limited our search results to a couple of years ago. Yeah. And it took pages before we found a couple. And when you type died suddenly, currently, I mean, half the first like page all was, was all sudden, yeah, died suddenly just deaths. All of them. Yeah. Craziness. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up there. So make sure you send emails to letparentsdecidethat at gmail.com. Make sure you watch on Rumble. Make sure you listen anywhere audio podcasts are found, Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. Support the show at letparents.com or lettheparentsdecidethat.org. Nailed it. All right, stay strong, keep fighting. Do not comply. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 